and then I said to him, I said to him, like, you got to tip it to make sure that it happens. I had to tip, I had tipped it, you know? You, yeah. ever, you ever tipped it? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do like a special style. And sure. then like, there's all different styles, you know, sideways style, American style, Asian style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> animal style. The all pink, ping pong serves. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you got you to gotta tip it. Yeah. When the you, problem comes along. When pro- yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean, Gene? Yes. Speaking of, yeah. Uh, Marcus, you like movies? Yes, I do. This is Zebras in America, episode three. <laughs> Thousand million. <laughs> uh, no, I think I don't know what episode this is. Happy New Year's episode 2019. Yes. First this of the year. Our first and only episode of the year. It's only the fourth episode no january 4th it's not like we missed a whole bunch of days it's, yeah it's, no it's fine. this is the last episode of the year yes we're never recording again that's this true year. that's true so then it's done it's done so then when we come back with another episode people be like you lied i know you um, never said nothing about him you didn't, you didn't do it you ever smoke pcp no not yet um we should do like a PCP ayahuasca ceremony sometime. And record? Probably. I don't want to record myself like crying and stuff. <laughs> crying and laughing. <laughs> no, literally. More like maniacal, I feel like. Like te- like I'm laughing as tears are coming down. When you become vultures of the wind. Yeah, yes, when I heard Tug. Become vultures of the wind and become jackals of laughter. Yo, uh, about right. happy, happy new year. Happy um, new year. Happy new year. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's your boy's name from Canada? Who, Martin? Yeah, He's, Martin, Martin. You only I said just, that because we, we record on my phone and I'm getting notifications from him yeah, right now. Yeah, what up, Martin? You, Martin, what's up? Why are, you, why are you sending us Twitter messages while we're trying to record? Also, I see that you send very nice Happy New Year messages to Marcus. Yeah, thank you. I would have responded earlier. I haven't been home That's like a very a polite. Minute, so. That's a very polite thing. Yeah. You sent me a Claire Denis book a few weeks prior. Well, I sent you a wrestling comic. So, you actually gave me hand gave it to yeah, me, and I've read it a few it times you. now in life. And um, it's a great book. It is a great book. It was the last book I read of 2018, and this Claire Denny book will be that I got from Martin will be the first book that I read. So yeah. And we got you know I think we got we got Sloan Sloan coming in comic book writer next week. So that's awesome. That's that's looking cool. Yeah. And then um, uh, after her, don't know we'll probably do one, but then we got a. Mr. Jared Gilman coming back on. He's looking forward to coming back on. Oh so, yeah, it's a great. Yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. Have him maybe come in and talk about anime. Okay. Which is a genre that you've never watched an anime film. Never. Never. Not nope. one. Nope. Not two. Only through De- the movie Demon Lover. <laughs> is that Have like? I seen anime is movies? that the Rutsoku Doji one? Is that the? Is that like which one is Demon Lover? It's the Olivia Sayas movie about like rival it's about a lot but one of the main plots of the movie is these two rival rival porn companies seriously yeah one of the porn companies does anime well they both do anime because they're both based in japan and one company is trying to take the other one down to like espionage and murder 
It's with like who's in it? Connie Nielsen, Gina Gershon. Is it um, good? It's really good. Because it sounds great. In fact, stop telling fact, me about it. I will tonight. I'll we transfer it to you because I have a old Academy screener of it. Good quality too. By saying we transfer, you you it just it, it gets it goes against the purpose of us saying Academy screener. No, I know. I don't care. <laughs> it defeats the purpose. Purpose. You I'm ever say that? It. You ever go purpose? No. Or like, uh, it's not a dolphin, it's a porpoise. Porpoise? Porpoise. No. Porpoise. That's my that's my porpoise impression. Oh. What did you think? Why did you give me that face? <laughs> Don't they do that? No, I thought they go like, I thought they're more clicky. No, they click and do, they because they, they click before they, like they do both. Okay. You Sometimes ever, it's like a combo of two, it's like a, it's like that. Speaking of combos, I miss combos. Just the pepperoni pizza yeah, ones. Yeah, of course. I was going to say the pepperoni All the other pizza. ones are gross. Like, literally, there's never been another... Like, the regular ones, the nacho... Like, literally just the pepperoni pizza ones. Such is life, dude. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Whisper of the Heart? No. That's a Studio Ghibli movie. Oh, no, I haven't. That's, like, one of the more, like, chill ones. It's just about this late, this young woman who has a crush on this dude and then decides to write a story. Oh, Okay, nice simple story. Yeah, it's simple. I've yeah. seen, like, the hits, and then I've seen some, like, random stuff, too. Like what? It's a lot of, uh... Urotsu Kodoji? No, pa- Paprika. Uh, Paprikash? Porco Rosso. Porco Rosso. I got... my. Uh, I got... I got thumbs down in a text thread for saying that was my favorite Studio Ghibli movie the other day. Oh. Uh, People damn. love them, 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 that Princess Mononoke, man. That's another Princess Mononoke. Totoro... Ghost in the Shell, Akira. Like I said, just like the Tatsuo. Yeah. They were so, going to remake that movie. Thank God they did. Thank God Although, they did. They were going to remake that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I know. And Tobey Maguire. Weird. It was going to be... I, uh, I used to know a kid who called himself Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Which is not as cool of a name as <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. I think both are kind of... I don't know. Did you try the dip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we decided this episode would be dedicated to Mean Gene Oakland. Yes. Uh, who, who we met. Who we met. The I early was, years of our podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so when we when we drove nine hours to the Chiller Festival <laughs> yeah. with with the Pink Smoke fellas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we went with the Pink Smoke guys for a nine hour tour to uh, the Chiller Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I guess they, they haven't done in a while or I just wasn't invited to hang out with you in the pink smoke again. No, they haven't they haven't gone. We haven't gone in a but while. But we went we, we should all all four of us go to a Star Trek convention. Oh. No. <laughs> Why not? That'd I was be... gonna say chiller because I, I don't like Star Trek. I do. But I don't wanna go. I didn't I don't really like chiller, but I had a good time with you guys. That's true. Like Chiller has variety. Like we go right. to Star Trek, it's just like one thing that no, I know nothing about. But that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, yeah, kind of would. We all dress up in Star Wars. No. Yeah, I know. That would annoy so many people. That'd be so hilarious. Use the Force, Picard. <laughs> Don't forget to tell Spock to do the same. <laughs> have you ever seen that sketch? Uh, no. Uh, the Birthday Boys. It was a sketch comedy show on Netflix, and they had this skit about Star Wars. And before Star Wars came out. A year earlier, there was a movie called Star Wars, like all one word, and it was like really weird and awkward, and it would, they would just say stuff like, "Yo, to get down and train me now, you bastard!" Like it's just really, it's, it's really weird. Um. So, anyways, uh, 
back in the day, mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. We took a nine-hour drive to the Chiller Festival, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we uh, we recorded an episode driving. Yes, we did. With the Pink Smoke guys, and yeah. I think it's a really good episode. Of course. Uh, I forgot what episode it is, but... It's, uh, it's early. It's, it's like early. early. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up as we're talking. It's a 2017 episode. Look it up, Jamie. Um, <clears throat> that's a Joe Rogan uh, hmm. joke. Um, anyways, we we met a couple people there, but but the we met Mean Gene Okerlund there. Yeah. And he was dark, dude. He was so nice, but he was like, he was like uh, get it in, because this might be the last time. Yo, he did say he that. He did say that. Holy was, shit. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. But he was also very nice and cordial. He was you got so to imagine, nice. at that point in his life, how many conventions, autograph signings do you think he does? A lot. So you'd feel like... I don't... Like, did I ever tell my, my Linda Blair story? I don't know, but tell yeah, it again. Two years before that, in 2015, just me, Cribs, and Funderburg went to the Chiller convention, and... Linda Blair was there, and she had a booth. It's actually called Episode Pink Smoke. Oh, Episode Pink Smoke. And, and Linda Blair had a booth, and she looked so... Un- like, she did not want to be bothered with anyone. And, like, there's depths. Like, I get it. Because like, at the end of the day, some actors are fine with it. But other, other actors are not happy with just being known for this one role that, like, will never escape them. And she was not trying to hide the fact that just, like, get me out of here, please. Yeah, I mean, what I like about, like, uh, have you ever listened to Michael Rosenbaum's uh, podcast? No. He's a dude that played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Oh, he had, damn, everybody has a podcast. Everyone, every, everybody. He's the little brother in Pool Hall Junkies. Damn. That, a- that, that, that's what I know him Everybody as. has a podcast. Mm-hmm. But we have, like, a very good one. Yeah. Um, of course we do. You know, he, ha- he, even he's like, yo, yeah. I I played Lex Luthor like so, like why would I not be okay with that? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I do also love that I remembered a movie that because I, I never watched Smallville. Go see this movie. Yeah. Okay. What's happening? I didn't mean to do that. Oh, but um, I'm sorry. But yeah, we also met like Honky Tonk Man at that one chiller convention. We walked past. Oh, I forgot his name. The actor from <laughs> Creep Show Two, and um. He was in the Glass Shield. Yeah, um, and, and he—I mean, this he was, he was interesting. This is, this he was an interesting the, guy. This is the ninth time we've talked about it, but yeah. he called us cinephiles for knowing the Glass Shield yeah. and then told us about the Deuce. Yeah, but that's another thing, though, too. That's another example of just like it's nice to recognize somebody for something cool because he even he confessed to us he was just because they were doing a creep show reunion. And he kind of pulled us in. He pulled all four of us in closely, and he was just like, "I don't even really care about this horror shit. I'm just doing it, you know. Whatever. It's a little bit of money, but uh, you know, I love that you guys remembered the Glass Shield. It's just so good to be recognized as as an actor sometimes. But uh, yeah, he looked like he had uh, he'd seen some things and been through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I actually episode 33 is is the road road trip episode okay um because we had we had one episode with chris yeah and one episode with mr c yeah and one episode with both of them here we go and maybe maybe they'll do another episode with us yeah that'd be awesome um and yeah so uh for the listeners mean gene okerland was a was a wrestling commentator sometimes wrestler um and just like just a really good dude and really emblematic of my childhood 
Yeah, like, it's interesting because I was listening to this other podcast, and it's just, like, if you watched wrestling, any, like, there were so many big events in wrestling that happened where he was like, oh, Mean Gene was there. Like, you know, when the NWO took over WCW, he was in the ring, you know, like, in interviewing them. Like, famous Roddy Piper or Macho Man uh, promos, he was the one holding the mic. There's just a lot of iconic moments that he was a part of, so... Yeah. When you think of like all the iconic interviews that aren't, you got me mad now. Yeah, jumping Jeff. Jump, you know, it's it's almost always Mean Gene, or sure. in your mind, it's Mean Gene. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, there you like go. when you imagine a wrestler getting interviewed, you imagine Mean Gene, even if it's Jim Ross, even if it's Jerry Lawler or something. Sure. You did. That's just uh, Bobby Bobby the Brain Heenan, sure. right? who, who passed away, right? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. He passed away. Um. The sad thing is, like, you know, when Mean Gene passed away and just, like, uh, you know, Super Dave also passed away this week. Yeah. It's just, like, sometimes sometimes these things hit hard because you just realize, like, everyone is going to die. Sure. And the more remnants of your past that disappear, the more you realize that you're part of a different life that you used to be. Wow. Jesus. What? Oh, it's just a little heavy. How I mean, did you think it wasn't going to be heavy with an episode dedicated to Mean Gene? Maybe not that heavy. I don't know. I guess we weren't going to philosophize. I mean, what do you think is very heavy about that? I mean, you're you you're not the same person you were when you were a child. That's a different person. Yeah, clearly and, we were looking at pictures. <laughs> clearly, I'm not. You well, it's like you were two people. I was one and a half. <laughs> no, no, you were you were you were <laughs> two <damn>. little people. <laughs> God damn. You you were you what we're saying is you were fat. Yeah. I mean I still kinda am. I'm just you know. No, you you're you're but you're like you're not you're not like me early. I'm not a heavy breather. <laughs> no. You're not like you walk upstairs and you're like <sighs> Yeah. <sighs> sure. I feel comfortable making this joke. I was morbidly obese until August, so I I feel fine. Word. Like, you know, in last summer, I was so fat standing next to you, we made a number 10. Jesus. Yeah. So, I looked like I had eaten an elephant heart. Gosh. How big are those? They they're they're like, I lost an elephant heart. That's crazy. Yeah. An elf, elephant heart's like 75, 80 pounds. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're large animals. Why not? They're big dudes. Yeah. Um... Fun, funny story. Uh, my, like, I had these acquaintance friends, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Mike and Al D, and they were rappers. Mm-hmm. And they they got into a rap beef, uh-huh. and they had like, I think I think rap beef when you have like maybe three hundred MySpace followers uh-huh. is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we're talking MySpace days, and, like, they literally were local guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of them had Beats by Harry Fraud, He but he he wasn't famous yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had, like, beef songs, like, back and forth, like, four songs. And one of them had an interlude with this dude, like, yo, they call me heavy because I'm big with the weight. And I saw this dude at Bagel Teak. Which is a bagel store. Uh-huh. It's like I saw this dude at Bagel Teak with crumbs all over his face, <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, you won the battle." Yeah, because <laughs> like just like just like having having an interlude yeah. in your in your niche diss song. 
Yeah. About someone having crumbs on their face at Bagel Teak. Yeah. I mean, Bagel Teak was a 24-hour bagel store. Mm-hmm. If you run into someone at a diner or bagel store at 3 or 4 in the morning, it usually means that they're drunk or high or whatever. Or homeless. <laughs> it's true. That was That's true. That is... As someone who frequents the Washington Square Diner in Manhattan. That's But it's such a good diner, though. But, yeah. I don't... Because you order wax shit at the diners, so I don't even know what makes a good diner for your criteria. Well, not so much anymore. I don't do the... But, like, the main stuff that I order... Like, chili. But I'm picky about chili at a diner, because sometimes it's gross. They just, like... Let's just cut this one big-ass tomato in half and put it in the, you know... Yeah, you need really finely chopped tomatoes for your chili. Yeah. The, you don't the, even really want to see the, ta- the, exactly. the, the, you the get tomatoes. It. You get it. You I've get been it. with you at enough diners t- when you've asked about the chili. Yeah. And I, I think it's fine. Like, people are particular about whatever they need to be yeah. particular about. It ain't no judgment. Yeah. And ain't no thing. Speaking of rat beef interludes, remember that disc Cypress Hill made to Ice Cube where they kind of shot themselves in the foot? The whole theme of the song was Ice Cube sucking their dicks. So throughout the song, they had all these, like, slobbing sounds. And in the middle of the song, they had this long, like, 20, 30-second interlude of, like, a guy sucking a dick, and it was supposed <laughs> to be Ice Cube sucking Cypress Hill's dick. But then, like, people were like, this seems like sensual like do you hate ice cube or do you want to him to literally suck your penis and it was just like that that's the most uncomfortable song to listen to i don't yeah or just like those weird ken kniff skits on the eminem oh ken kniff from connecticut yeah (laughs) we're insane clown posse we're we're filleting uh ken kniff yeah that's oh boy yeah. and what was so funny what's so funny is like when you make fun of people who who don't respond well to it Mm-hmm. Like when, when you make fun of them and they, people just get mad, it just makes it very funny. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like it's weird to make fun of someone for being like drunk at a at a bagel store at four in the morning yeah. when like that's clearly what's going to happen. Right. I'm very glad there isn't footage of me at bagel stores at four in the morning. Mm. Yeah. I used to, yeah Sunset Bagel. Where I used to live in Sunset Park, that place is 24 hours. Dangerous. Too dangerous. They always had the egg bagels on deck, too. Man, they have the Very egg dangerous. bagels, where you get the everything bagel, toasted with bacon, onion, cream cheese, with a little bit of lox, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, oh, why can't uh, why can't Jews get stay, stay arrested? Oh, boy. Because <laughs> they, cause they eat lox. <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right. Okay. Yeah, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. We've oh already boy. we've already had to stop record a couple times this yes. episode, and you'll yes. never know why. So luckily, it's not because I made a Jew joke about us liking locks. Yeah, you can say that. Yes, because I'm Christian. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm the Christian right. The Christian right. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm Jewish and I'm a leftist. But I just like back like what did like what was wrong with my statement? I mean like. Our childhood is over. No, I know. It, not that it's not true or like you're not saying anything you, that's not You real. also it's like just, the most know. depressing movies. I do not. No? Amelie is my favorite movie ever. It's the only movie I watch. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, I, I like the movie Amelie, but so, you you recommended to me Seventh Continent. I did. And that you like Todd Salons. I do. The unarguably depressing films. Yes. You have recommended me movies by Claire Denis yeah. that have no hope. Yeah. I recommended you watch The Writer, actually, not as, as we're talking. Right. Yeah. 
little so, little, little more hope, I guess. The, no, the rider is both. It, the rider is dialectical yeah. because it's both like, yeah, your dream is over, but you also still have a life. Yeah. So, like when when my when people from my previous lives pass away, it's a brutal reminder that that you know shit's just not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just like things are changing. Yeah. Or like occasionally, you know, last year one of I stopped being friends with one of my best friends but like honestly the signs of our friendship had been dwindling for a long time oh but we never adapted neither of us adapted to the fact that our relationship had changed so so we were trying to approach it from the way that it had always been but it wasn't the way it was anymore and the thing is like things will never be the same and you can either adapt to it or pretend that things aren't happening. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that like the nature of our life is ever changing and we go through different chapters and like sometimes I need to be reminded that I'm not a child. Oh, of course. That I'm an adult. I just also think it's crazy though. You reminded me of what Mean Gene said. When, when we met he him, said, like that, that he was really like, He told wow. us that he was dying, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I said that night. I was like, oh, I think Mean Gene's you did. doing you too did well. You did say it, yeah. I noticed also his hand one of his was very... Hands, well, just kind of actually the whole forearm hand area is really, really swollen. One of them was, yeah, one. was, was, yeah. was, was considerably larger than the other. Um, and his, you know, but he was so super nice. And yeah. I mean, also, like, we... I was, was, was going to say we, but actually you did. It, we paid for the for to for the picture. Yeah, sure. But but it was a nice it was a nice experience. We even brought speaking of iconic moments, he's part of. We brought up his famous N word <laughs> incident. And he yeah, he talked about he how Booker T Booker T he, he dropped the N bomb. Hey, I'm just so, for you guys to know, like his regular talking voice, like he talks like he's announcing. Like, yeah, he's that's like, kind oh, of his really hello good. guys. Yeah, he had this like voice, and yeah. you know one of the one of the most memed videos of his yeah. obviously aside from some of his interviews with ultimate warrior when like ultimate warrior in retrospect his he was making no sense oh hell no <laughs> which i like yeah but it's like i am going to take a thousand lawnmowers yeah, and no. throw them from the rivers of the mountains no, li- and when they yeah. go over me they will wash over like a thousand silver-backed gorillas no. running backwards <laughs> that's literally this and now i'm picturing like Six-year-old me getting super and hyped. And I'd be like, I don't know what he's talking about. No, but I thought he made sense. My, I was like, I'm not. I wasn't paying attention to the words. Was, oh, he's saying something that makes sense. He's just getting hyped for the battle. But now it's a battle. Oh Jesus, for the for the whole oh, battle. This is a battle. Um, and then now it's like, yeah, you were just a crazy, insane, right-wing. It's like when alt, when, not alt-right Nazi before they wh- became a thing. When Sorry, you're when to. you're young, you think like certain rappers are deep because like they sound deep. Yeah, but like name names. That's why I said. That's why I said, sir. You know, you're just like, oh shit, like they're deep because like they're they're posturing. Yeah. But he was just talking about putting lawnmowers over his face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm gonna huff some paint glue and run backwards through the Amazon. Yeah. Like okay, listen here. Um, but sudden rapper off Def Jux is very much like that. But go ahead, you former Def Jux. Huh? What you want? 
Well, yeah. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because there's like a couple, but I know who you're talking One about. One in particular. M2 may will know who we're talking yeah. about. Fake pain? <laughs> he doesn't know how to spell pain. He to spell. Well, he knows how to spell pain, but just not the right one correctly. Anyway, moving on. Major pain. Yeah. I saw that movie in the theaters. Did you? Yeah. Twice. True story. Nice. Good. It was a it was a summer movie. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my parents would sometimes just give me money to go to the movies oh, that's cool. probably to have sex. And <laughs> oh, also wow. because yeah. They look, I'm glad my parents had sex. I I'm here because of it. Same. Yeah. Um but you know, uh they would just want me to get out of the house because I was a real introspective kid and I didn't have like a ton of friends. Big surprise. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, you're like, yep, no surprise. And um, <laughs> you just said it before. That's the only reason there. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. No, it's guys, true. Marcus hates me, and this is why he thinks I have no friends. I have seven yeah. friends, guys. Uh, hi, Jake. <clears throat> hi, Joshua. Hi, uh, Marcus. Hi, my mom. Hi, Saskia. Hi, Carlo. Hi, Doug. Um, you didn't even say him to me. I already, hi, I was, I, that wasn't actual, was that, hi, I'm too many. Well, Doug's not my actual friend. I don't know him in real life. That's true. He'd be, you guys would get along. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying he's not a nice person. I'm just, I, I, I like to be, uh, Im, I like to be Im, impeccable with, with, with my words. So I, sure. I would, I don't call people friends that aren't friends because when they are my friends, then it's very important to me. Sure. Um, hi, Jimmy. Hi, Willie. Hi, everybody. If I didn't say your name, that doesn't mean you're not my friend. Hi, Patrick. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, so I saw Major Pain, nice. but anyways, the 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 other interview that is super memeable is Booker T. Of course, when Booker T. drops the M bomb on Hulk Hogan. Yes. So he says Hulk Hogan. Well, maybe you should say it. No, just be coming for you, N word. And then he like clearly is. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, whoops. He's, he's like, like, getting so hype off of who knows what. Especially during those days. Probably could have been steroids probably and cocaine you, and, GHB. Human, and human growth hormone. Yes, yes, human definitely. Like eating eating kidneys of humans. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's just trying to to make us yeah. uh, make a yeah. straight face. And uh it they sample that in one of the Conway records that yeah. you that yeah. you lent me. There's also a good one where Ken Patera G, me and Gene is interviewing Ken Patera. And then Mean Gene starts laughing mid-interview, and he's, like, trying to cover his mouth. <laughs> and then he just turns his head away more, and, like, his whole body's shaking because he's trying not, not to laugh. It's really funny. You hear, like, sometimes you have, like, someone tell you a very serious thing, and, like, they just say something weird, and you have to, like, bite your gums. Man. <laughs> yo. At my job, this was years ago when I was in my 20s, the design job where I, I, I worked there for six years. And I was meeting with this salesperson me and my boss and we were going over this big project and he gets a phone call and he's oh excuse me I have to take this and he comes back and he's just like oh man he sits down and he looks at both of us like half shocked but not fully shocked and he's like I swear I'm not making this up he's like my niece and his wife were murdered but anyway why don't we get back to this project and he literally just happened like that and then me and the other three of us were just like what the fuck and he just starts like so yeah, so we want these office panels over here, and, and then like and we're just like, did we just? And then like finally, my boss stopped, and he's like, he's like, blank. I'm not gonna say his name. Did you just say your niece and his wife were murdered? And he's just like, he shrugs his shoulders, but he looks surprised. He's like, yeah. And then this awkward pause, and he goes back to talking about he could have been in shock, 
That sounds that, like he was totally in shock. But that's totally one of those things where, like, he the way he said it, like, he had his head down. It was like a scene of a movie, and the other three of us in the meeting were like, what? Like, we're like did you just say that? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then when we talked to Mean Gene about it, he was like... Oh, right, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he dropped the N-bomb. Yeah. Which is funny, because, like, it's Mean funny. Gene's, like, 70-something. Yeah. And he he... It was clearly a good sport about the fact that that situation had become like part of the like that's an early early meme. Sure, that was like Ebom's world. Ebom before I knew they were run by Nazis. That was such a what a racist, filthy place. But I didn't know it. First. Yeah, but Ebom's world did bring us like the badly dubbed GI Joe and lightsaber oh, yeah. kid and yeah, they did. Uh, two girls, one cup. Oh, and uh, also these videos. Like, they were... The James Brown drunk CNN interview. Andrew Dice, Andrew Dice Clay getting mad at Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Managing a gym? No, what are you talking about? Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Jam! Ah! <laughs> I'm high on love. Living in, in America. America. It's a man's work. <laughs> no, I'm not. Let's talk about music. <laughs> Rest in peace, James Brown. Rest in peace, James Brown. And, uh, you know, he was high on PCP. Of course he was. Or something. Living in America. Damn, I was going to try to make a transition, but I forgot. James Brown is Rocky IV and the wrestling stuff. Hulk Hogan. Rocky III is a, is, is a movie. Because yeah. we were, we were going to talk about wrestling movies today. Yeah, yeah. I have a list here. Yeah. I could I could just go over some of the things I was thinking about. Yeah. And we can and go go like stream of consciousness. Sure, man. Yeah. Or, or I'm dr- big into or, wrestling movies. Or like stream of consciousness. I dream of walrus tits. Uh, I don't know. Huh. Is that a good rhyme? Sounds like a deleted verse off of Supreme Clientele. Nice. Because they were famously all on dust recording nice. that, that album. I mean, that's like it was one. It's one of those like industry things. Like everyone knew, like they were on some. But it's listen also, to the album. It's and it also makes sense. a masterpiece. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, the white label version of Bulletproof Wallets is also a masterpiece. Mm. Like original flowers. Oh, I like, haven't heard that. You never heard so. No. So Bulletproof Wallets was being reviewed and like came out. And then half of the record got pulled because of sample clearances, mm, mm, and mm. they changed a lot of the beats and everything. And it's it's like not that good of a record mm. comparatively. But there's a white label version of Bulletproof Wallets that's very good. Oh okay. Yeah. I see buds that are green. Yeah. You know. Um, so and also whenever you say it's interesting, I always want to go. Are you into wrestling? <laughs> Which I have done on the show before, but it's I like, very much am into wrestling. It's inter it's interesting. I'm into wrestling. Oh, I don't have carbs, but I'm into pretzling. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's go to the Mets game. I'm in. I, go ahead. What? <laughs> Something weird. What were you gonna? I'm into pretzling. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a feeling. Not myself though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving so, on. So, uh, Nacho Libre. Not the biggest fan of that movie because, uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm just talking about myself. I'm not I don't I'm not big Jack Black fan, but I do like uh, but Lucha Libre and anything that brings like awareness to that style of wrestling and like Mexican wrestling. It was pretty cool. I think the movie had heart, 
Sure. But it didn't. Ha- it wasn't like my favorite movie. Right. Right. I think that Napoleon Dynamite dude never really figured out what his brand of of cute was. Quirky Sundance stuff. Yeah, but like, what did he do after that? That's a good. Qu- I don't know actually. Like that's like, a good question. Napoleon Dynamite was a good movie. Sure. I damn. I was driving somewhere. Else. I was just thinking that that like. Sure, there's some things about it I don't necessarily like, but what made that movie annoying was people. It wasn't so much the movie. Like the movie it wasn't the movie's fault. It's not a bad movie. It wasn't the movie's fault. There's yeah. like the weird like 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 why why is his brother like into black women and wearing a do rag thing? Yeah, that that was interesting. That was, yeah, um, but like that 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 movie's not bad. It's the hype train around it. Yeah. Like like Big Lebowski's not a bad movie. In fact, I'd say it's a great movie. But Big sometimes, a great movie. but sometimes people's fans of it like make it. It's just like, oh my god! Right, sure, sure. Like I finally saw Eighth Grade the other day. Uh huh. Great movie. Yeah. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, you did. did. What do you think of it? I liked it. It was good. It was like it was like the the less scary. It felt like love. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, it was it was great, but like there's a scene where the kids are eating chicken nuggets and like talking about Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yo, people just fucking love Rick and Morty. They do. And for me, I just it's I don't I guess I don't get it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not hating on Rick and Morty. I just it it just doesn't do it. No, for me sure, sure, that, sure. You know, I'm sure that the I don't get it guys have done an episode on Rick and Morty and they mm-hmm. they've, they've talked about the 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 sort of hipster NUI going on there or something. Yeah, I don't know, right. Geez words sure um low life oh well we're we've covered that uh like a couple did, times did you like that movie point. i loved it wouldn't it be cool if we got the director on we did though oh nice yeah oh i forgot shout that out to fun. ryan prowse yeah shout out to ryan prowse good dude how you like me now it's like the third time i've rhymed today yes. on this on this podcast well there was that fourth rhyme but you erased it yeah whatever uh <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think like like Low Life had some really cool premises, and like there is the concept of the the lucha libre character that's been in a lot of cinema that pr- might be that most Americans probably haven't seen. Right. Yeah. But that character in El Santo specifically were the two like movie star wrestler guys. That character and that archetype is is a cool thing and, I, and yeah. it was it was it was put in an interesting way in that movie sure and um yeah they live they live great movie and the biggest like climactic scene in that movie is essentially a wrestling match yeah as well with one wrestler and one non-wrestler but Keith David is a large human being but let me tell you he held his own Keith David plays the bartender the new bartender in Roadhouse wait huh He's in Roadhouse. Is there a trailer or something? You know the movie Roadhouse? Yeah. From the 80s? No. I, yes. So they fire the bartender for being a bad bartender, and this right. new bartender is Keith David. It is? Yeah. Why am I drawing such a blank right now? And he's like super nice, and he's like, I'm going to play the main gargoyle. Oh, yeah, because they fired John Doe from X because he was skimming money. Yeah. And then they fired Terry Funk. Oh shit! There we go. Another wrestling movie to add to the. I list. mean, Roadhouse. Roadhouse yeah. is an excellent wrestling movie. Yeah, it's pure. It's pure wrestling theatrics. Yeah, yeah. the kill Bruce Dern and uh, Sam Elliott. 
but they were um, shit. Yeah. Oh, we both. But they were gonna make. It's been on the shelf for a minute. They were supposed to remake Roadhouse with Ronda Rousey, who who was it, called Hot Rod, Rod Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey, and she's now the WWE Women's Champion. But um, that she got rocked two times in a row, so they kind of just put that on hold. Um, right, because she wasn't the toughest woman anymore. No, she was it's not. As of, as of a week ago, it's Amanda Nunez. Man, yeah. Shout out to her. She's uh, good good for her. Because I'm also not the biggest fan of Cyborg. So I'm glad that, 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 that she won. I'm glad I mean, she's Cy- on a good Cyborg handled that loss uh, like a real G. Oh, sure. Like she went, she, uh, she congratulated Amanda. There was no real yeah. bad blood. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched. I watched those fights. It was. It was some good fights. Mm-hmm. The the referee who refed the Gustafsson John Jones fight was. Mm-hmm. He had a mustache that goes down to yeah, his I knees, know, I know. and he was amazing. He was like, listen here, guys. Yeah. And he was like, when he was hugging Gustafsson after mm-hmm. the fight to like console him. Yeah. I was like, this is too much for me. Yeah. That's that whole thing was too. I that's that whole event was a big middle finger to the fans though. To move a whole event on like six day notice to a whole other state is pretty insane. Yeah, must be the money. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you got like that's that's a that's that weird shit. So, like, they live is like the just a beautiful American film. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily a wrestling film, but I remember finding out about the movie because. Hot Rod Roddy Piper was doing like promo for it on WWF, mm. mm-hmm. and that's where I first heard the yeah. the kick ass and chew bubble gum line. Yep, I'm here to chew gu- chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, I used to say that all the time. But the <laughs> thing is, like, I was not good at kicking ass, so it was usually not. <laughs> it was usually not true. Nice. Um, Roddy Piper had a good filmography. Yeah. He did a lot of like B movies and stuff, but he steadily acted. They live. For they live is a B movie. Uh, it's John Carpenter. I don't know. John Carpenter makes a lot of B movies. No, he a lot. No, he yeah. doesn't. No, he's no. He's he's a legit auteur. John Carpenter. No way. They're auteur. What, what auteurs can't make B movies? No, I, I by I don't want I don't want to say by definition, but not really. No. The whole thing of you know now I mean this turns to a whole other thing of like elitism and blah 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 but no I'm saying know. like John Carpenter makes like a lot of those are like really good exploitation movies yeah but exploitation isn't exactly like B there's a Venn diagram crossover obviously at times but I just don't think B movie when I think John Carpenter I think of They Live like uh has like all the ploys of a of a B movie, but but because of its 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 uh, because of its message, it rises yeah. above that. As as I lo- as someone who thinks capitalism is a foil on the world and is and is a venomous oppressive mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. I love they live. Yeah, I mean John, uh, Jonathan like- Jonathan Lethem wrote a whole book about that shit. Yeah. I also feel like it's aware of itself. Like, when you think of the technology at the time, whenever he saw flying saucers, they were like the kind of flying saucers you'd see in, like, a 1950s... Uh, uh, an actual 1950s An actual Ed movie. Wood movie. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond the Mat. Oh, boy. Which That's, we actually uh, talked about last week, I think? Two weeks we did. ago? 
which I think it's, you know, I can't now disassociate that movie with the resurrection of Jake the Snake, because although Beyond the Might's not just about him, to I me mean, the most... Resurrection of Jake know, the Snake is on this list. Yeah, no. But the, Resurrection yeah. of Jake the Snake, which he even said, like, I... In the Resurrection of Jake the Snake, he's like, I got screwed over by documentarians before. Yeah. And yeah. his only agreement with DDP was DDP agreed that they were going to film the process and that Jake the Snake had a final say. Yeah. Because, you know, in in Beyond the Mat, you see Jake the Snake by crack and miss meeting up with his daughter. Yeah. Because he's high on drugs. Yeah. And which is which we said in the last episode, whatever is 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 this is a scene that's directly in my opinion referenced in the film the wrestler yeah there's uh, there's quite a few specific things when that main character wrestler. is reconnecting with his daughter and then gets yeah. too fucked up yeah and then doesn't see her yeah uh the wrestler's obviously a movie that's on this list yeah. um and that's because of the beyond the mat and also watching like mankind's family watch him fall 20 feet no, no, no! It wasn't. No, that wasn't. That was the Undertaker match. No, he he wrestled the Rock. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It was all right. those fucking chair shots, like, and like re- really harsh chair shots. And then come to find out, if if you watch or li- rather listen to the audio commentary for Beyond the Mat with Mankind, it's just like his family, him and his family. He felt taken advantage of because his his family, his two little daughters and wife, didn't know it was going to be like a hardcore match. Yeah. So their reactions are totally like they're horrified, obviously. And it's pretty fucked up. Because, like, and this is a hardcore match, and, like, The Rock is being a gentleman throughout before and after, and they're talking about yeah, it. Like in the ring. Like, yeah. like, The Rock clearly seems like a nice dude. Yeah, of course. He's another one, for the most part. Kevin Nash, I think, as far as on record, might be the only person to ever have anything kind of disparaging to say about The Rock. But he's another guy. Like, he's around now, living now. No one really says anything bad about him. So... And but you're just like seeing, like if you even want. I remember I was watching like the Hulk Hogan reality show years ago, and like his family watching him get back in the ring in like a non-hardcore match. Yeah, they were distraught. It seems like a lot of pain to watch these people do these things that they know that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, because all like so. So Beyond the Mat, I think, is a really important artifact, but it is a it is troubling. Um, I, I like, and I do like the idea of that playing as a double feature with Jake the Snake. Just knowing ah, it doesn't end here, think think things are fine. Although you know, Jake the Snake got into some dr- uh, drama recently. It wasn't really his fault. He was at a wrestling. He was at he was at a signing. Was that when he got hot coffee spilled? Yeah, on him? British Bulldog's son. Uh, put hot coffee, like poured hot coffee on him because Jake the Snake said something. But what's messed up though is other rest, plenty of wrestlers say bad stuff about British Bulldog, and he kind of picked the older guy who can't defend himself as much anymore, which I thought was a little cowardice. Also, like I don't know, sometimes our emotions get the best of us. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like a lot of people have done a lot of things that they regret, and sometimes yeah. if you give them a chance to, they might apologize and they might surprise you with what they have to say true i yeah well yeah no i just don't i don't think folks are ready for that yet forgiveness is not a not 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 a thing and let me not try to be self-righteous because i'm one of those guys too i'm not the best with forgiving certain things too no like definitely we've had like private conversations where i'm like oh man you're 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 taking a harder line about this than i do yeah like i 
I think we're in a culture right now, especially in America, where we're like, there's nothing people can do to be forgiven for their once but, once people have decided that they've done something yeah. wrong. Once perfect people also have decided, you know, the most perfect people who have never done or had a bad thought or said anything wrong, you know, you know, which is there, also funny. This dude, this dude Jesus, mm-hmm. who's very popular amongst a lot of Americans, sure, said, "He without sin, throw the first stone." Yeah. You know, yeah. So we like if you look at anyone's family with a fine tooth comb, mm-hmm. you're gonna find out that there's no there's no one perfect. Oh, absolutely. percent. So, so I think like we have just been so out for like these this pound of flesh, and you know, unforgiving, and everybody's canceled instead of giving people a chance to really show their worth by the the way that they make good on their mistakes yeah um so that's that's what i think so i'm sure that what jake the snake said about british bulldogs british bulldog was not cool yeah i'm sure because and i'm sure that and addicts say a lot of messed up things Mm -hmm. i also think that if given the chance maybe he would apologize because he seems like pretty pretty um you know remorseful for his behavior of course you know yeah so i don't know i just think we're like so quick to like cut people off forever instead of i can be like that too but yeah no you're you're still right and also it also depends like if i cut someone off like like when we were talking about earlier how like I, i you know i stopped being friends with a very close friend last year like i don't think that person's a bad person Mm-hmm. You know, I just like, I'm like, ah, we're not good as friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Or just like, you know, like there are comedians or actors or whatever, like, like, like the, the Kevin Hart thing with the Oscars. It's mm-hmm. like, he apologized. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. a long time ago. Or James Gunn, he apologized a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to roll your eyes. Or Roseanne, she apologized and has like a history of mental health. Maybe she shouldn't have gotten the show to begin with. But, but after, after she, like, she could have been given a chance to make good for what she had done. Yeah. And to be clear, I only, look, also, I only roll my eyes when the Roseanne narrative is she lost everything. She's no, her comment, it's no different than all the other people you mentioned. I don't roll my eyes at that. I I, I don't care. Like, that whole plan, I genuinely did not care. My issue with that, my issue with that is that, like, people try to say that we're all, like, you know, mental health and self-care and we we are healing but it's it's really only when mental health fits our narrative Mm, that's really so to me on paper if someone who has bipolar disorder and says that they were on a bunch of drugs that that make you do wonky stuff and said some whack shit and then i'm like my instinct is first like What's going on there? Mm. Mm-hmm. And if they're like, "Oh my God, I really messed up," my my first response isn't, "Well, let me fire them," mm-hmm. because also like it, we're taking away teachable moments, mm-hmm. and then we're also just making angrier people. It's true. Like like you know, and I I you know like Louis C.K. is coming back and basically parroting for. The, the alt right it almost seems in his, in his comedy sure. and I think that is a response to now this is a different example because I don't think 
Like I don't think he's funny. I don't think his jokes right now are funny. Mm-hmm. But I think, but I think he, and I also don't think that he deserves to be forgiven yet because I don't think he's done mm. any healing for mm-hmm. what he's done. Mm. Now, if he were to try to make good or like, like I don't know, like get some work for the people that he whose careers he fucked up, you know, mm. or like, you know, try to try or like. Be like this is you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I'm I'm also not it's it's not my place necessarily to say whether someone's uncancelled, especially when they're cancelled due to like violence sexual violence against women, you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the way we the 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 whole like everyone's just done Yeah just makes angrier people. Because it also never ends. Because a lot of people, especially when it comes up to bringing up people's past, it's like so many people who are celebrated now have done shitty things that nobody wants to bring up. It's just very, it just becomes too inconsistent and too and, like. And also, like, the thing yeah. is, like, you can't, it's impossible to evaluate things. Like, 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 friends is now considered not, is considered problematic. Why? What happened there? I don't even know. But if you compare things to this standard, it's not like how like uh, Chris Funderburg astutely said one time that like like even back then Eddie Murphy Raw was kind of offensive. Mm-hmm. Like now you could not show that on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. But but now you're but but now are we going to cancel Eddie Murphy because he made those jokes then? No, it's only this is the thing. Because he's still a youngish guy. Well, he's not old, basically. So what's going to happen is he's going to have this comeback movie. Things are going to go great. And then just before Oscar season, like, suddenly people are just going to suddenly discover Raw and Delirious. And that's, but that's not discovering. That's not like he no, did well, yeah. that. No, I know. That's I like, know. no, no, that's I know. Like I people, that's like people trying to, like, discredit Jimmy Kimmel by bringing up The Man Show. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we unearthed. No, it's not unearthed. Yeah. No, like, you know what I mean? Know. Like, I, yeah. like this, so. And and I have a funny point of view because I don't think that any comedy should be off limits. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes when you go to really painful places, it allows people to look at those things and make questions. Of course. You made a joke about the movie Widows in text about your mom and my mom. Right, like, 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 I was, like, I was just like, I, I was like, I'm offended. Because yeah. our moms are widows, so yeah. I'm not going to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. But that that joke allowed us to heal. Yeah. Like, you're still laughing. I didn't even <laughs> think that joke was that funny. You know? It's more than catching me off guard. Like, what the fuck? And then I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so, and wrestling has created a lot of widows. Um, oh, man. Have you seen The Naked Man yet? No. You guys, of, you got to see that. Rappaport canceled. Is he canceled again? No, no, just by Marcus Pinn, just because he sucks. He's that example of like you let someone get too comfortable. Yeah, I think we, I, we as a society let Michael Rappaport get way too comfortable. It seems like he thought that he was he was invited to the to the picnic, or is it the, was the, it the cookout? The cookout. Yeah, I just, I I only I I 
he was invited to the cookout, but I don't. I think he invited himself. He definitely did because he was in Zebrahead and did the, back the, in the early nineties. Did 90s. the Tribe Called Quest documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and was in that J Lib video. That's true. Acting like a, a clown. But he's like he's one of those dudes that's just like really taken a grasp of hot take culture. Yeah. And and M Tume has really hipped me to like the idea of like like hot takes just for the sake of fun mm. is actually not that fun. Mm-hmm. Where it's not like like you and I have takes that might be considered non mainstream, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we're that that apparently that's not what a hot take is. Mm-hmm. Like saying saying that Rocky Five is the best Rocky movie isn't a hot take if you truly believe it and you're not doing it for like some mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, it's only a hot take just because it goes against the majority. Excuse me. The, the but the, the, what I'm saying is that it's not. That's not what a hot take is. Apparently, mm. it's mm. not. It's not just going against majority thinking. It's like sometimes doing it as a performance of mm. of like to like to to create almost looks or 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 website mm-hmm. people look you know traffic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Naked Man is a weird movie that I think was written by one of the Coen brothers. Where Michael Rappaport plays like a chiropractor or something, mm-hmm. who dresses, who wears his, who wears a spandex outfit with with the human body on it, mm-hmm. and he does wrestling, and I think his family's murdered or something. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw the movie a long time ago. Holy shit! You should you should watch it. Mm-hmm. I've told you to All watch right. it before. You know I know. Uh, Foxcatcher. Yeah, which is like a double whammy of wrestling, only because during that whole debacle. Kurt Angle was uh, he wrestled at at the Dupont Academy. Yeah, hurt and mangled um, like Kurt Angle rookie year. There you go. And I I stayed with the metal like Kurt Angle, Flatbush Zombies. Um, and yeah, and also just it affected like real you know freestyle or Greco Roman wrestlers, whatever that whatever. Yeah, and also like that nose job that that Steve Carell rocked in that movie was sure was interesting. Yeah, where he just played a. a an eccentric member of the DuPont family who yeah. is obsessed with wrestling. Yeah. And murdered. Murdered one of the wrestlers and got away with it. Yeah, he did. Because you can get away with murder when you're rich. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ma- Man on the Moon? Uh, yeah, another thing that... Uh, Andy Kaufman. Brings in reality, yeah. Another guy, similar to like the DuPont guy, an eccentric guy who was... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. What I love about Andy Kaufman is that, is that he took... He really turned his his comedy was using ideas from wrestling the the idea of the kayfabe yeah oh absolutely like creating yeah. he, he was a face and a heel yeah and he was wrestling women on Saturday morning wrestling and yeah. and made people think that he had real beef with Jerry Lawler yeah. and and used he never you never really knew where he was or who he was. Or when he was breaking character and very Tim Hyde. Oh, sorry, other no, way around. Tim other Heidecker. way around. Yeah, obviously. Like Tim Heidecker. There is, is there is, there is no Tim Heidecker without Andy Kaufman. Sure, sure. Or there there is no you know there's a whole school of comedy. Eric Andre is another. No Eric Andre without yeah. Eric, without yeah. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Um, and and I and that I think that comes from using wrestling constructs in comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because also, it was like, you, he was, it was, like, never known when he, like, he, you never knew who he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And he, I haven't seen the, the newer documentary about him with Jerry, with Jim Carrey. Oh, I haven't either. Yeah. Do you watch that new show with Jim Carrey on mm-hmm. Showtime? Is that, is that the uh, Michelle Gondry show? What? The show on Showtime, isn't it directed by Michelle Gondry? I don't know. It looks like it is in, in the style of Michelle Gunge. I mean, they've worked together before, so it wouldn't be like I, 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 out of the question. But no, I, I don't have Showtime. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm an HBO guy. Was I right? I think. Oh yeah, the show Kidding. It yeah. is. It's Michelle Gondry See, and I didn't even know. I just yeah. And Jim Carrey. Well, because yeah. like like Michelle Gondry hasn't really been showing up in America. No. His last few movies were were more European. I liked sure. all of them. Yeah. I like his movies. Yeah. Well, I didn't I re- really like Green Hornet, but... Oh, shit. That's right. Jesus. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. No. Yeah. But I can't... I can't recommend his documentary, uh, Thorn in My Heart, enough. It's like two separate documentaries in one. Uh, it's about his aunt and his cousin. And, like, his aunt has this very amazing historic... Uh, a story about her and then his cousin is is closeted and gay and it's just like about his family and it's really cool and loose but it's also about quite a bit it's it's really really good I saw it at IFC a long time ago which one is that one? Uh, Thorn in My Heart is that a short film? no no it's a documentary why do I not see it in his oh documentaries yeah. The Thorn in My Heart yeah cause he also didn't he yeah he hasn't made like a bunch of movies yeah you know, I feel like the Green Hornet may have seemed like that's when it, not like because he's been steadily working. I just feel like that's when, maybe perhaps he had enough of, of of like, the quote mainstream. You know. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I haven't seen that show because I I don't have Showtime. But he he is a ta- he, Michelle Gondry is a talented guy. He um Mood Indigo is excellent. He he does a, still does a lot of like cool experimental stuff. He still has his playful like when you look at his early early music before the MTV years, um you still see roots of like all his early stuff in in what he does today, and I think that's really cool. Which he's staying true to himself. So Scooby Doo WrestleMania have not seen that, okay. but I know uh, my friend Kevin Marr is a big fan of that. It's dope. Yeah, it's dope. He's, hey, Kevin, how he's are talked you? about that. But when when we did a uh, Kevin geeks out on wrestling, he he brought that up. No holds barred. It's like classic, but I also hate Hulk Hogan. He murdered Zeus. Yeah, and then Tiny Zeus Lister wrestled a little bit after that, but he was terrible. He was not a good wrestler. He was dangerous in the ring. He was like hurting people. He, he wasn't very good. What about that Hulk Hogan movie where he played like Ultimate Commando or something? What? The Suburban Commander? Yeah, Suburban Commander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. That which uh, Undertaker features Undertaker. He's one of the two bounty hunters that come back to kill him. Did you like my text message about three ninjas the other day? Yes. (laughs) I think that, I think, whatever happened to the three ninjas? I don't know. They should do a, uh, no, Eat True Hollywood Story. Eat True Hollywood Story, Three Ninjas. They made a bunch of those. Yeah, they did. But they were different from some, in some movies, the actors. They weren't oh, always the same really? three actors. Yeah. What about Surf Ninjas? Ugh. The Game Gear? Then it's like, Three Ninjas, take out the J. I got three Ninas. Yeah. Like, there's so many, there's so much gunplay <laughs> in the Three Ninjas. I saw Surf Ninjas in the theater with friends. 
My parents paid full ticket price for me to see that. Royal Rumble. The event? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny you met damn man, that's funny you mentioned that. So cause recently not this past week and a half, but prior to that, I've been going I'm a I'm a faithful WWE network subscriber and I've been watching some of the old Royal Rumbles. And the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble is still like my favorite. Ric Flair won it. But when you look at all the people who are in the ring at the same time, it's like Ric Flair, Piper, Hogan, Psycho Sid, Big Boss Man, Macho Man. There was Psycho some heavy Sid hitters. just always looked confused. Yeah, because he probably was. You should see. Have you Remember watched? He was have you watched? Confused when Blaster Master was coming out. Yeah. No, <laughs> and there's also the Hey, we're live, pal. That was that was that was Psycho Sid. It's like, can I start over again, Jim Ross? Hey, we're live, pal. Yeah. See, I thought that was Mean Gene. Exactly. No, that that was very much Jim Ross. You should watch watching modern day shoot interviews with Psycho Sid is pretty interesting. There's like Are a, you into wrestling? Huh? Yes. <laughs> he tried to start a fight with another wrestler in a bar. They they were like beefing with each other and they were yelling. He's like, Oh yeah, you wanna know what? And he just it's like the scene from White Man Can't Jump. So he leaves the bar and he goes to his car and all the other wrestlers in the bar are like, Oh Jesus Christ, what is he gonna come back with? And he comes back he comes back with a squeegee <laughs> to beat the guy up. And then they all start laughing at him. And they all started laughing at him. But like in those days, you clearly, it's like he's going back to the car to get a gun. Because those were the days. But he came back with a squeegee. <laughs> True story. On his own account. He, he confirmed that that happened. I thought he was like, come back with some DVDs. No DVDs. <laughs> some action figures. Yeah. Like, look, I'm the real deal. See? They make See? action figures. They make action me. figures of me. Yeah. Um... Look, we'll get there. We're mm-hmm. just doing our thing. No, no. We're just doing it. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I used to, yeah, my friend, my friend who, who, whose, um, father wasn't around a lot, so he would pay for all the pay-per-views to be, to make up for being absent. <laughs> well, not it's, nice, but yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just true. <laughs> um, would buy us all the pay-per-views. That's awesome. Yeah. So I remember, that, like, it would always be awesome because, like, his family had, had a little bit more, not a little bit, had a lot more money than us. So they would have, like, like when we when I would host stuff, like, like, like all of our snacks would be, like, homemade. Mm-hmm. But he would, which actually is better growing up now. Now now I know I'd much rather have, like, my own crudite, uh, honey mustard but, dip. But, like, homemade cookies... Right. Even as no, but even as a kid, no, I think but we I, all recognize it. Like Chips Ahoy, Chips Ahoy was whack to nah, compare to like a homemade right. cookie. N- absolutely. But I'm saying like, so like now that I know like crudite or like a honey mustard sure. dip or like mm-hmm. like you know Dijon mustard Dijon, Dijon <laughs> German uh, chocolate cake. German chocolate cake. Like all that stuff homemade is super dope. But like I would I would be embarrassed. Like that was bootleg. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like he his his parents would have like. Like all like like they would they would actually like order Domino's and mm. have like the the actual dips and like the expensive chips, mm. and and then we would watch all the stuff and I remember Royal Rumble would always be the best one because we'd be like who's gonna come who's no, gonna get exactly out? yeah the countdown you know, everything the countdown like one two three kid and and the moon kid moon dog moon yeah. drop you just reminded me keep talking because something was on oh thank God oh we should watch the Royal Rumble it's on the twenty seventh okay maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Watch it somewhere. Go to Legends. I haven't been there. In Legends is Legends. They have good buffalo wings. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, and just like you, just like what's gonna happen? Yeah. Or like, or like, 
you know, me and my friends would like couldn't go to sleep at night after like a heel, a face heel turn. Oh, that's always the face heel yeah, turn. That was always or, or like, like, what, like, uh, how like Lex Luger picking up Yokozuna just yeah. made him a, a face. Yeah. Yep. That was all it took for whatever yeah, reason. He came in off the helicopter, showed up, and then just body slammed Yokozuna. And then he, that was all it took because we hated him. Yeah. But then I would read the magazine. Yeah. That would come in, that would come every month. Um, yeah, uh, Ready to Rumble. Nothing we get on the theater. The I'm film, very nostalgic the, towards the that. film that I think is not actually a bad film. For it's like it's fun. Yeah. It ended the WCW, but um, one, it's one of the things that contributed. And what's up with like David Arquette like doing like death wrestling now? Yeah, I mean apparently he didn't know it was going to be as crucial. But it's like yeah, why? Yeah, I I don't know. Former WCW world champion. You yeah. can't erase that from the history books. No, WrestleMania six. WrestleMania six. Which one was that? Was that was that, the uh, one that Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Oh, okay. Were they? Oh, a bullet to Hulkamania. But that didn't last because Ultimate Warrior couldn't carry the company. No. Or as as someone once said to someone. Any, anyways, over <laughs> the top. That's a good different kind of wrestling. Although there's wrestlers in that movie, they're yeah. like extras as, as as other wrestlers. And I always tell people, if ever you're in a question, just to go over the top. I used to rent that a lot at the video store when I was a kid. Uh, win win. Uh pretty good movie. I that was man. Oh, you're bringing me back. I went to, I went to Washington D.C. to judge a DJ battle, and I got there super early, so I went to their landmark cinema, and I watched that and uh, Cunningham. Uh, the photographer guy, the yeah, kind of, I watch those. Street photography. I watch those back to back, and I watch Win Win. It's it, it's a good movie. It's this guy, man. Yo, Bobby Cannavale is never bad in any movie he's in. He's always good. No, he was not. I didn't like him in um, that movie about like food being bad. Oh, the Richard Linklater movie. Oh, Food yeah. Inc. Yeah, yeah. I actually never saw that because he played like an evil dude in that movie, and it oh. bothered me. Oh wow! Also, that movie bothered me. Turning a nonfiction book into a fiction movie. Yeah. Why did I say that? I did see food. Why? What am I talking about? I did see that movie. I saw it in the theater. But that kind of yeah, and and that's one of those. This is one of those rare cases where I do know the book and can compare it to the movie. And it was just like if you're gonna go there, that movie should have been like a mini series. To be quite honest, like in my opinion, if you really, it can't be like some hundred and ten minute movie. Um, in in yeah. my opinion, I agree. Uh. Bautista is an actor. He's great. He's my favorite wrestler turned actor. The Rock of, is an of, actor. Of, of, of them all. He's another guy. He's good. He's someone as, if you go back and listen to our Vern uh, episode, he's someone who really, like, just needs to get with... He just hasn't made that many good movies. Yeah, he needs to get with that. Like, goddamn, can you just imagine, like, a Michael Mann to, movie? Right, with, like, with I tried Rock? to watch oh. The Rampage the other day. Oh. Not a good movie. We tried watching that on New Year's Eve. We got a cool hotel in uh, Soho, and late night it was on TV, and it was just like, oh, no, no never mind. This isn't yeah. very good. So, uh, But you got to give him props. He's, he's literally, he goes off of his charisma. Like no. people, no one wants to admit, like, eh, most of these movies aren't very good, but it's hit. It's like people just like The Rock. I mean, I'm looking forward to his, his uh, Fast and the Furious spinoff movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. That could be good. He he's good in the movies he's in. I'm looking yes, forward yes. to seeing Shazam. Mm -hmm. um, which wasn't it also a, Sha a Shaq movie? Kazam. Kazam. No. 
Um, and Shazam then, was the uh, wasn't that the Sinbad genie movie that never came out? What? There was that whole thing. Like everyone thinks how like Sinbad made a movie called Shazam <laughs> a genie, but it actually never happened. <laughs> uh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, ha 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 ha. No. Um, and then Serengeti made uh, uh, you know a bunch of concept albums, and then Kenny about Kenny Dennis. Yeah. And in one of them, Kenny Dennis was in a rap group in the 90s called The Grim Teachers. Yeah. And they made a whole album as The Grim Teachers. Yeah, exactly. And then they also had a diss with, apparently Shaq ruined their career in yeah. the movie. It, and it he, Jive Records. Yeah, yeah. And he made a diss song yeah. called yeah. Kazam, Kazam, Shaq don't want no Kazam, Kazam. Yeah. So I love how deep he goes into it. Hmm. He's like his own synecdoche New York. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Um, he says he's going to be on the show, but then... It oh, happened. man. That's right. I forgot all about that. Um, <coughs> Please, you, open invite. I know. I know. You know who's you know who's a fun actor? John oh. Cena. He is. He, oh, yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. actually pretty trade good wreck. in Trade Wreck. Yeah. And um, have you seen Cock Blockers? No, but I, I do want to. I just I, forgot I, I, to. I, I watched it recently it. and yeah. uh, is uh, another... Great hard R comedy from from mm. 2018. I believe it. Plus, Ike Barinholtz is very funny, very very funny in, in my opinion. No, he's he's. I I didn't see his movie with mm. where Tim where Tiffany Haddish oh, played right. his wife. Sure, sure, sure. Or where she sure. bombed New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was he was very funny in that. Okay, where I, is he I, from? I, I believe that John Cena. No, Barinholtz. Like, oh. how is he famous? I guess I guess is it new? Oh well, he was on Mad TV, um, and then he was also in New Girl. Um, but I feel like Mad TV is the first thing that like brought him to prominence. He's one. Gosh, man, there's no excuse for Mad TV to have been as terrible as it was. No, all like, the people who passed Brian, through: Brian Callen, um, Bobby Lee, yeah. Key and Peele. <laughs> yes, both like, Key and like, Peele. Phil a Lamar, a lot of funny, 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 people. funny guy. The yeah. sh- like Will the, Sasso's, you know. Yeah, the, it's <coughs> how how is that show so terrible? Yeah. Or like, how did that like Asian woman sketch fly? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I I don't even yeah. Although what? it's funny. Speaking of uh, Mad TV, Bret Hart used to be on Mad TV a, cu- a couple of times. He he would show up sometimes. And speaking of wrestling, and, and he was like, "I'm the best there is. Best there was. The best there was, be. and the best there ever will be." Yes, the excellence of execution. The pink and black attack. Why Why was Kurt Hennig not as popular as he should have been? Because he, I, in my opinion, I think he In my left, opinion, he's the best there was. The best there he, is. He's, my, he's, he's one of four on Mount Rushmore. He left WWF at a time where like guys, guys were just going over to WCW. And then he got swallowed up. There were too many people. There wasn't enough you know, opportunity for him to shine. I think if he stuck it out in WWE... Although he's a Hall of Fame, he's a future Hall of Famer. It's like, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, I he, think he passed away in 2002. I'm saying he was yeah. just so fucking good, dude. Oh, great! And, and one he, of my he favorites, could, Ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah, he's um, another guy. They had a both. They they were incredibly. At, oh, from the same. Uh, it's funny you say that. They both went to the Texas, same high school. Texas Tornado. They were from the same town in Minnesota. Um, but like they're both very athletic. But also had char- charisma and could be funny and had that character too. That Rick Martell. I wasn't that big on Rick Martell. Huh. I remember feeling weird when I found out he wasn't Latino. 
He oh. just happens to be a dark-skinned French-Canadian. I mean, you know, yeah. WWF has not always been woke. I mean, look at his tag team partner. Tito Santana, Puerto Rican, has never been Puerto Rican. He's either been a Spaniard character or a Mexican guy. He's never been Puerto Rican. Boots of Spanish leather. Yeah. All right. Um, and girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper. Cindy uh, Lauper, Ca- Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. Uh, who was in wrestling. Which transitioned into when Cindy Lauper made her WrestleMania. It was what is it two WrestleMania two appearances? Yeah. Roddy Piper really accidentally, but he really did hit her oh, in the no. face. He didn't mean to, but it just yeah. Yo, I fucking love Cindy Lauper, and I also one Queens. of the, one of the things that really sold me to Makami was when he said in one of his songs when when Cindy Lauper was pink before pink. Wow! Yeah, he did say that. He did. Yeah, and I really liked that. My is the greatest. Yeah, he's, he's, he's my current favorite. He's my current Easy. favorite because he's, yeah. Like, him and Carr are my favorite people that are, like, consistently making records. Yeah. But Makami has a more, like, more, like, jovial, fun thing that, sure. that makes it a little more easier mm-hmm. for me to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. So, that that was, I, I know I brought this up a bunch of times, but that was something that upset me in the I Don't Get It podcast about, um... There was an episode about that singer, Lana Del Rey, mm-hmm. and one of the people, one of them, I think it was, I don't think it was Bill, was talking about how, like, how, like, talking about, like, manufactured, like, Lower East Side things, like, like, Cindy Lauper, and I was like, no, Cindy Lauper's not manufactured, she's, like, a Queen's girl who's... That was, and also not from Lower East Side, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, like, no one from the Lower East Side was actually from the Lower East Side. Sure, true. Like, you know, I'm the loneliest guy. On the Lower East Side. So anyway, we'll pour out one for Gene Oakland. Um, rest in peace. Rest You're in peace. You're a really nice guy. I'm glad we got to meet you. We'll be back next Sunday. Happy New Year. Yeah. Doot, doot, loot, doot, doot, doot. Click, click, you need to know about it. It's the Harley, it's the Sheriff. See, because what you do.